Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire on this Tuesday, August 10th. Thank you guys so much for being patient with me as I had a couple of technical difficulties, but welcome to the show tonight. Now, I really struggled on whether to name this show No Individual Rights for You, Get Jabbed or Lose Your Job, or 2021 is Just 2020 Part 2, because all of these concepts are very central to what is currently going on in our country right now. And, um, you know, on top of that, I always hear this phrase, the beatings will continue until morale improves. And I feel like that's essentially just America as a whole right now, because right now we have Dr. Fauci who came out and said that basically, yeah, no individual rights for you. Uh, you don't have your right to free speech in this, con- in this country. We're seeing censorship going rampant right now. As always, we don't have our freedom of thought. We don't have freedom of information. We don't even have the right to decide if we want to get the jab or not. And people are now being fired or being forced to get the jab. So that is where America is. As of August 2021, we're also going to be delving into the infrastructure bill over a trillion dollars bill that was passed by the Senate today. Uh, The new climate change report that the UN came out with very scary stuff, guys, we're all probably going to die within the next 24 hours unless we all stop emitting CO2. So just be very wary of that. Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo, or should I say ex-governor of New York, has resigned today. And again, we're going to be going over that concept too, that we're essentially reliving 2020 all over again. So a lot to delve into in this show. If I have time, I will also be touching on this past weekend internationally, how the Italians, the French, the UK have been pushing back against a lot of these forced vaccination passport, these green passes in Italy. Uh, A lot happened this weekend, so we're going to be getting into all of it. But again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, Exciting announcement for this show too that I will make after we play this video. But I wanted to start out with again, Dr. Fauci and his latest messaging. Normally, we on this show don't give a damn what Dr. Fauci has to say because the man is just spewing lies lies left and right all the time. But this was a very interesting thing that he had to say today. So we're going to go ahead and give him a listen in regards to how he views our individual rights and freedoms in this country. So let's go ahead and hear what good old Dr. Fauci had to say. With Randy Weingarten, the head of the largest teachers union in the country, who came out yesterday and said, yes, teachers should be vaccinated inside schools. Do you think they should be mandated to be vaccinated? Yeah, I'm going to upset some people on this, but I think we should. I mean, we are in a critical situation now. We've had 615,000 plus deaths, and we are in a major surge now as we're going into the fall, into the school season. This is very serious business. You would wish that people would see why it's so important to get vaccinated. But you're not going to get mandates centrally from the federal government. But when you're talking about local mandates, mandates for schools, for teachers, for universities, for colleges, I'm sorry. I I mean, I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something But I think we're in such a serious situation now. Okay, we're going to stop it there. I've heard enough from Dr. Fauci. I know people may like their individual freedoms, but it's time for mandates. So there's good old Dr. Fauci right there, straight up saying what everyone's been trying to hide, but we already knew because it was in plain sight all along. No more individual rights. No more individual freedoms for you. 
And I have been talking about this on every single live stream. And I think that it's very important that we have our individual rights and freedom, that we're not dependent on the government. Because as we saw over almost the past two years now, when the government is allowed to control things, it often ends in failure. And that's why very exciting announcement with you guys. I partnered up with My Patriot Supply and I have a discount code now for four week supplies of emergency food and three month supplies of emergency food. Now, I often live by the ethos, better sorry than safe. You guys have seen my footage. You guys have seen my work. You guys know that I kind of like to live on the edge. And I'm like, eh, no big deal, whatever. But I've realized that it's better to live, you know, safe than sorry. It's taken me almost two years to actually learn this. But I'm now living better safe than sorry. And that is why I partnered up with my Patriot Supply to get you guys a 25% discount on four-week storable emergency food and three-month storable food. Again, this is a product that I use for myself. I'm constantly talking to you guys about having a strong body, mind, and spirit. This falls into the body category. So um, again, this is a product that I use for myself. My water filter came in today. I also have the four-week food supply in the mail en route to my house. I think this is a great investment for everyone. And if you guys go to preparewithstaffsays.com, you guys can get 25% off. Again, that four-week emergency food supply or the three-month supply. Don't be like me don't live you know better sorry than safe live better safe than sorry again i have seen grocery stores be looted and burned down so people can't buy food the next day i have watched as entire grocery stores have been cleared out because of lockdowns and we're speculating that we're going into a second lockdown now i've lived through the complete you know, power grid failure here in texas where the grocery stores were empty and we didn't have electricity or heat for days here in Texas. So again, go to preparewithsavsays.com to get 25% off your order on that. And uh, you guys can see that little banner on top that says, you know, purchase your food now before others react. And when I tell you guys too, that they have like a 100 hour uh, clean burning candle on their store that I've been trying to buy for months and haven't been able to because so many people are buying these candles, you know, that would have been great for the snow vid that happened here in Texas, when again, our power grid failed. Don't be like me. Don't live your life better, you know, sorry than safe. Be better safe than sorry. Go to preparewithsavsays.com right now to get 25% off your four week or three month food supply. Just wanted to go ahead and give you guys that special announcement. I'm really excited about it um, because you guys have shared the show and we've grown. We have been able to get sponsors on this show. So thank you guys so much. Now let's get into the complete nonsense that is America. Starting off with the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill that was passed by the Senate today. Now this is Biden's $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill and it cleared the Senate. And uh, we have this article from CNET that says, here's what it means for you. And it goes on to say that it's, uh, uh, you know, for public transport, airports, rails, roads and bridges, electric vehicles, water, sewer and power systems and broadband internet. Okay, guys. But to be quite honest with you, I at the point in my life where I'm like, I straight up feel like the government just creates traffic to make everybody's life harder because it really will take a construction team years to build a new bridge to expand a lane okay on a taxpayer funded road it's absolutely ridiculous and we are now seeing this 1.2 trillion dollar infrastructure bill cleared in the senate after how many billions we just spent or trillions on covid stimulus packages when i tell you guys our whole entire economy is completely effed here we are so 
That $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill cleared in the Senate today, and uh, it passed a bipartisan infrastructure vote of 69 to 30. We had 19 Republicans vote in favor of this infrastructure bill. Uh, those Republicans, including, of course, um, Mitch McConnell, good old Mitch McConnell, uh, Mitt Romney, amongst others. I'm not going to go through all 19, but go and look up those 19 Republicans and see who you need to vote out. Because again, they clearly don't care about you, the taxpayer who's going to have to pay for this one point. What was that? Two trillion dollar infrastructure bill infrastructure and what's in this infrastructure bill everybody let's go ahead and take a peek into that because of course all of these articles are going to tell you that oh it's for roads and bridges and internet first off internet isn't infrastructure second off let's go ahead and read this intercept article that says that the infrastructure bill could enable the government to track drivers travel data now i'd already read an article previously that was saying how in this infrastructure bill they're trying to make it so every new car that is created has these sensors that can monitor if you're drunk or if you're tired before you're able to, you know, turn your car on and drive away. So that is in this infrastructure bill. But on top of that, the government would be able to keep track of drivers travel and a test program to charge per mile fees to raise revenue for the highway trust fund. Again, this is that in that $1.2 trillion bill that just passed today, and it's proposing a national test program that would allow the government to collect drivers data in order to charge them per mile travel fees. The new revenue would help finance the highway trust fund, which currently depends mostly on fuel taxes to support roads and mass transit across the country. So there you guys go. We also had the UN coming out with a report today that's that was saying that we're in like in a code red for humanity in regards to climate change. So I can really see how this infrastructure bill could be used to track how many miles you're driving and then maybe taxi a little bit more because you drove too many miles. Sorry, we got to keep, you know, climate change in order. We got to make sure that uh, we're not in code red for humanity as per the UN. Again, this came out in their newest report today. Uh, they're saying that human activities unequivocally causing climate change and the world is likely to hit a 1.5 degree Celsius warning limit within 20 years. Now that sounds extremely scary, guys. Uh, and again, this article goes on to read that global warming is dangerously close to spiraling out of control, a UN climate panel said in a landmark report on Monday. I love these landmark reports, okay? Apparently they're warning the world that we're already certain to face further climate disruptions for decades, if not centuries to come. If you guys aren't scared, well, you shouldn't be. You know why? Because I found this good old Fox News article about doomsdays that didn't happen. And in this article, which they posted in 2019, mind you, because climate change activists have been pushing that we're all going to die and flood and burn up from the sun if we don't get climate change under control. Uh, they compiled this entire just article, you know, starting off with Representative AOC, who said that Miami could disappear in a few years due to climate change. And then they also go on to talk about like other top researchers. I'd highly recommend you guys go read this article because it does talk about all of the climate hysteria that we've seen from, you know, as far back as the 60s. This is my personal favorite right here. It comes from a uh, famous biologist named Paul Eel. Eelrich, who says, um, 
we needed population control to mitigate the impacts on human of humans on the environment. He also said in 1969 that if everybody didn't, you know, take climate change seriously, we would all disappear in a cloud of blue steam in 20 years. He said this in 1969 and in 2021, somehow we're all here. We haven't disappeared into a cloud of blue smoke, but we still have the UN coming forward and saying that this is a code red. Absolutely do not leave your house. Minimum your breathing efforts if possible because the sun will kill you and me and your whole entire family please wear face masks to uh you know stop the emission of uh, co2 and everything else that comes out of your body for the climate the sun will kill you thank you very much it's basically the un it's so ridiculous to me and we've seen the freaking climate hysteria over and over again. Come on. If you guys are seriously scared about the climate at this point, it's absolutely ridiculous to me. And that's what this is from the UN, this report, this code red. It's fear mongering. We've seen it before. We'll see it again. It's a constant thing that we're, we're all being bombarded with. Now, on top of this new infrastructure bill that is going to continue to, you know, bring government overreach into each of our personal lives and the UN trying to scare us all with climate change because people aren't scared enough of COVID-19, we have rampant censorship still going on. Because remember, we live in Biden's America where we do not have freedom of speech. We do not have freedom of thought. I was watching a podcast, one of Joe Rogan's podcasts today with uh, Yomi Park. She's a North Korean defector. And she was describing how she escaped from North Korea where she basically was starving for, for her whole entire childhood and talked about how she would go and see just dead bodies in North Korea because all of the people were starving and she was basically immune to it. She didn't think anything of it. She saw a guy who was starving, his skin burst open and his organs were falling out. She didn't think anything of it. She was, yeah, she had no compassion for the guy. She didn't care because that was such a normal and commonplace thing to see in North Korea. She said she came to America and she called America an unsafe area and place for freedom of thought or just an unsafe country as a whole, which I thought was completely baffling. So we have a North Korean defector who even realizes how dangerous America is in regards to the fact that we're not able to have freedom of speech anymore. Well, Rand Paul has been censored by YouTube yet again uh, for, for a second time. Yeah, YouTube took down a second video uh, of Rand Paul and suspended him from posting for a week. And uh, this comes after he was talking about, again, COVID. He has been one of the most outspoken senators in regards to this. YouTube previously censored a Newsmax interview that he had. And uh, he tweeted out today that this was a badge of honor. He says, left-wing cretins at YouTube banning me for seven days for a video that quotes two peer-reviewed articles saying that cloth masks don't work. And then he plugs his libertytree.com because that's the only place you're going to be able to see this video now because YouTube is now censoring peer-reviewed studies. You're not allowed to talk about it. And you know what? I was thinking about the concept of censorship too. And it kind of feels like you're a bleeding surfer in open water. You know the attack is coming, but you don't know when. That's how I feel constantly when I'm doing these YouTube streams with you guys. Every single time I can do a full stream without it being taken down or censored, or I can download my stream before they take it down or try to manipulate it in some way is a blessing to me because it really does feel like being a bleeding surfer in open water. You know the attack is coming, but you can't see when. You don't know when. It's unexpected, and boom, you're taken out. So Rand Paul censored again. On top of that, we also have Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has been temporarily suspended from Twitter 
for one week due to what they say are repeated violation of their Twitter rules. And of course, she was quoted basically saying that this uh, COVID vaccine is not FDA approved. She feels that it's failing and they decided to censor her for that. So again, do we really live in a free country? I would beg to say no, because we have elected officials, government officials who should be allowed to disseminate different ideas and different information. Keep in mind that Rand Paul is a doctor. Now he's being censored for citing two peer-reviewed studies, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is being censored for having an opinion that the vaccines are failing, which she should be allowed to say. But who are some of the people who are not being censored? Who are some of the people that we have given we have given a platform to and like to, well, maybe people like Governor Andrew Cuomo. Now, remember that he had one of the most abhorrent responses to COVID-19, and that's why he resigned. Just kidding. He didn't resign because he killed thousands of elderly, elderly New Yorkers with his COVID response. That's not why he resigned at all. You know, there wasn't even any mention of that. He resigned because of sexual harassment allegations against him. And we're going to listen to a bit of this resignation because it is so gross. It's, and again, too, keep in mind that Andrew Cuomo said that he's not perverted. He's just Italian. It's like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not a pedophile. I'm just a Biden. If that's an extreme thing to say, I'm going to play some videos for you guys a little bit later on in the uh, show showing Joe Biden's recent interaction with children's. And uh, we all know uh, Hunter Biden's history as well. It's not pretty, guys. So anyways, uh, Andrew Cuomo, who has now resigned as governor of New York, not perverted, just Italian. This was his resignation announcement. And oh my gosh, just, just, just listen to this. This is one of the most challenging times for government in a generation. Government really needs to function today. Government needs to perform. It is a matter of life and death, government operations. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. We don't want you New York loving And I love you. Okay, and every- okay. uh, uh. So freaking creepy. And I love you. It's so freaking gross. Even his apology, just like every single freaking politician, do they ever take responsibility? No, he's literally chopping this up to a distraction. Several women have come forward with sexual harassment allegations. And when this first broke a couple weeks back too, or was it just last week? I can't even remember. All of my days blur together at this point. I remember saying, why is this even news? We knew about this months ago. We knew about this at the beginning of the year. Why is this back in the news again? And it was because um, the... I think it was like the DA of New York finished up their investigation and had confirmed a lot of these sexual allegations, uh, sexual harassment allegations. So because they were confirmed, it was back in the news, even though we'd already been hearing for months that Andrew Cuomo was a pervert and that he was sexually harassing young women and they were extremely uncomfortable. And you would think again that the reason why he was resigning is because he killed thousands of elderly people. But no, it is because of these sexual harassment allegations. Now, let's not forget, too, that people, the left, 
specifically and liberals specifically were calling themselves Cuomo sexuals and straight up worshiping Andrew Cuomo for I don't know why, why anyone would do that is beyond me, but you do you fam. Do not forget that it was Joe Biden who came forward and said that Andrew Cuomo was the gold standard. We had all these late night talk show hosts saying, I'm a Cuomo sexual. And we had so many liberals just like slobbering and drooling over wrinkly little raisin perverted Andrew Cuomo. Trevor Noah, for example, he commented on uh, Andrew Cuomo's resignation today because CNN, of course, had to tweet out CNN, you know, who employs Chris Cuomo, who is Andrew Cuomo's brother, who has been silent on this whole entire thing. Yeah, that's CNN. Uh, they said uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo is resigning in wake of state's investigation into sexual harassment allegations. And Trevor Noah says New York has successfully flattened the perv. Well, Trevor Noah, let's not forget that on your show just, what, a couple months back, you were saying, my Tinder profile now lists me as a Cuomo sexual. So there you guys go. Do not forget that liberals and the Biden administration were straight up worshiping Andrew Cuomo. And now that all of these sexual harassment allegations are coming out all of a sudden, oh yeah, we don't know Andrew Cuomo. Who is he? We don't know him. Sorry. So um, yeah. There you guys go. You think that there would have been justice in this country in regards to Andrew Cuomo's just straight up botched response to COVID and killing thousands of elderly? Nope. It's because of sexual harassment allegations. Because again, the left, they have their Me Too movement. They can't back down on it. It's something that they have pushed for years on us now. And it would be so hypocritical of them to actually, you know, I guess, change sides on that, which is why they came after him for the sexual harassment, but not for killing the elderly. As Siraj Hashmi on Twitter points out, the fact that Andrew Cuomo resigned over this sexual harassment scandal and not for his actions with nursing homes in New York after the COVID outbreak, especially after the Biden DOJ refused to investigate, is a stain on our justice system. 100%, but we all know that our justice system doesn't even really exist. It's so corrupt, guys. It's so corrupt. So I wanted to get to um, some of that breaking news that was at the forefront today. But now I want to talk about, too, uh, some of the news from last week. I only gave you guys one show last week. My apologies. I'm going to hit you with three shows this week. And uh, so some of this is old, but it's still 100% worth covering. And that is that 2021 is looking a lot like 2020 part two. And let me explain why in a couple of slides. So we have this cover from USA Today from a couple days back, uh, two days ago to be it precise. It says, we are failing one another. This is America's fourth COVID-19 surge. It didn't have to happen. Let's end it now. And you have that nice, big, bright, bold map of America all in red where it says COVID cases are super high. It looks very 2020-esque if you ask me. We're failing one another. The COVID cases are off the chain. But it's not just, you know, the scary media who's pushing this. We also have CNN, too, who had this man on who said, He's unvaccinated and he asked his son to give him away at his daughter's wedding because he was so scared he was going to die from COVID in the hospital. The, the Chiron reads life and death. This is Travis Campbell, who's a COVID patient who regrets not getting that vaccine. Now, I don't know about you guys, but if I was on my deathbed, my first response wouldn't be, yeah, let me go do a live hit on CNN with a ventilator tube like in my nose. No, if I was actually dying, I'd probably be like, like that. 
not in my freaking hospital bed on CNN. To the podcast listeners, I just did a beautiful rendition of what it would look like if I was dying in the hospital. And it wouldn't be me on CNN. So this guy's full of crap, just like CNN is. And here's the media once again, just like in 2020, fear mongering to the American public so that they are forced to get vaccinated or forced to live in fear of the fourth wave of COVID. On top of that, we also have um, this article comes from Changing America. Evidence mounts that Delta variant is dangerous for kids. And um, the redheaded libertarian on Twitter did a great job of breaking down this actual article and says uh, the link to this article is in her comments. And she says that it focuses on New Orleans, who had 20 kids contract COVID in two weeks. New Orleans has a population of 400,000 people. The article doesn't say the kids were hospitalized. It doesn't say they were sicker than normal. And she she ends with it's fear porn targeting free people. So there you guys go. Once again, we're already seeing those articles come out in NAS of how scary it is that we're going through this fourth wave and that everyone needs to lock down again and double mask and vaccinate so we can save America because we're all in this together, guys. On top of that, people's grandparents are still dying alone. This comes from Ryan Saavedra on Twitter who says, my grandpa died alone tonight because one person got COVID at the facility he was at, so no one was allowed to visit, even though everyone, including him, were fully vaccinated. However, immediately after he passed, they let the entire family in to see him. This cruel BS needs to stop. He says he was very close to him. He never knew his father because his father died in a motorcycle accident before he was born. He grew up during the depression and his mother had to give him and his brothers to an orphanage because she was too poor to provide for them. And he goes on to say how he made the best out of his life. He was a top boxer in the U.S. Navy. And um, he goes on to finally conclude that the fact that he died alone is bullshit that had just announced the outbreak today. And so he had got the news around midday that no one could come up to visit him, including his grandmother, and he died a short time later. So 2020 on repeat, we have the elderly, we have grandparents, we have mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters dying alone in hospitals again because of one breakthrough COVID case. And again, just like that tweet read, all fully vaccinated. So why no one was allowed into that facility is beyond me. On top of that, does this look familiar too? LA Times, how the Delta variant could shake up the 2022 midterm election. Oh my freaking goodness, guys. I'm getting 2020 vibes all over again. Remember how at the beginning of 2020, we were told over and over and over again that because of COVID, there was probably going to have to be mail-in ballots and they were super safe and not to worry about it. Well, apparently... The media is already getting ahead of the curve and uh, the Delta variant is going to be shaking up those 2022 midterm elections. So if there is no results on election night because they have to count some ballots that came in randomly at midnight, well, it's just because of the Delta variant, guys. And remember, too, that in regards to that recall election for Gavin Newsom, because a lot of people are saying right now, oh, Cuomo resigned, Gavin Newsom, you're next. Gavin Newsom, because of the Delta variant, is saying that people are going to be getting mail-in ballots for that recall election. So we'll see if he's actually recalled or not. Looks like the Delta variant is shaking up more than one election this season. On top of that, we also have rallies and concerts that are super spreader events. Oh my goodness. Where have we heard this before? 2020's calling. Now this is from DNYUZ News that says hundreds of thousands of bikers expected in Sturgis despite Delta variant. We also have the Rolling Stone who says COVID outbreaks tied to music festivals for his outdoor transmission concerns. Now the Rolling Stone came out with this article. Um... 
when did they come out with it? I love how, okay, on August 6th, so four days ago, right, guys? Now, in this article, they talk about two recent outdoor music festivals in Michigan and Oregon. The Pendleton Whiskey Music Fest and the Faster Horses Festival. Now, in regards to whiskey and horses, what kind of demographic do you think would be going to those type of uh, music festivals and events? Probably like very like country people. You got, you know, people in Michigan and Oregon. Uh, not typically the crowd that the media would attack per se, right? And I, I bring up this point because... Rolling Stone wrote this article on August 6th. They only pointed out these two events. You know which event they didn't point out? Lollapalooza in Chicago. Lollapalooza, the huge outdoor event where people were packed like sardines from just from entry to concert stage, okay? Now, Dr. Fauci, good old Dr. Fauci came out because he was very concerned about Lollapalooza. He was very scared about it. And he was basically chastising those who attended the Sturgis motorcycle rally. He was like, you're going to get to do that in the future, but let's get this pandemic under control before we start acting like nothing is going on. Well, just like that Rolling Stone article, good old Dr. Fauci refused to talk about Lollapalooza. And there is a picture of what Lollapalooza looked like. Again, Lollapalooza happened well after August 6th, but Rolling Stone didn't write about it. And also Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot made sure not to put any of those restrictions into place until after Lollapalooza was over. So there you guys go in regards to that. Sturgis Motorcycle Rally, bad. Whiskey Festival, bad. Horse racing, can't do it. It's a super spreader event, but no one's going to call out Lollapalooza or elected officials. Now, this is also very 2020-esque. I mean, I know we have only seen this a couple of times before. Entitled politicians telling us to stay home, that we can't get haircuts, but they can, that we can't go to restaurants, but they can because it was their friend's birthday. I mean, come on, guys. Well, in true 2020 fashion, making its way to 2021. We have Rashida Tlaib, who was seen dancing maskless at a wedding in substantial COVID transmission zone right after slamming Rand Paul for criticizing the CDC. Now, surprisingly enough, this article comes from Mediaite, who I think is pretty leaning. Maybe they're right-leaning. I don't know. I mean, based on this headline, it would look like they are. Maybe they're just finally tired of liberal BS, just like Rashida Tlaib. Oh, and here we go. My good friend Gina is featured in this article. Good for you, Gina. I see you, girl. Uh, there's Rashida Tlaib dancing maskless at a very packed wedding, despite all of this scary COVID nonsense. But Rashida Tlaib is not the only politician who is doing that. We also had Obama's 60th birthday bash. Super important, guys. Of course, he couldn't cancel it. Um, Obama, who said he was going to scale down after announcing his 700-plus people party in Martha's Vineyard, said he was going to scale it back. Well, uh, this was the scaled-back party. You guys can see that image on the left of a huge tent Looks like it could fit a couple hundred people. Uh, there was guests like Chrissy Teigen, John Legend, Stephen Colbert, John Kerry, who probably flew there in a private jet to combat climate change. I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking. We have Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Raid and a lot of other celebrities and a nice picture of Obama right there, maskless. And um, apparently this was at a $12 million Martha's Vineyard celebration 
There was massive tents erected. And of course, all of those celebrities who traveled to the island to celebrate Obama's birthday in style. And of course, many videos came out of this birthday party as well, where the DJs were playing. Everyone was dancing around Nascalus because it really is rules for thee, but not for me. We've seen it before. We're seeing it again. Now, uh, John Cardillo as well on Twitter said New England law enforcement sources telling me three DUI arrests were squashed of guests leaving the Obama party. Also, local cops privately saying they've never seen an influx of illegal narcotics to Martha's Vineyard like they did leading up to the event. Very interesting. This is a former NYPD officer, so I'd imagine that he has, you know, law enforcement connections, and that's what he was being told post-Obama's party. So not only were they maskless while simultaneously telling you, sorry guys, you may have to, you know, not do 4th of July this year. That was a thing. Remember Joe Biden said, no 4th of July for you. Obama can have a 600 plus person party though, and, uh, you know, full of narcotics and uh, drunk driving, no big deal. We're celebrities, so we're just going to get that squashed, guys. Sorry, we're not like you guys. We're a, as CNN would call it, a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. Yes, this is an actual quote from a White House correspondent for the New York Times who said that Obama's birthday party was okay because they were a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. Let's go Go ahead and actually just listen to this because I want you guys to hear the straight up hypocrisy for yourselves. I mean, this is CNN, so I'm sorry that, you know, probably at least 10 of your brain cells are going to die after listening to this, but it's just so rich. I love to hear it. Uh, other people said, you know, this is really being overblown. They're following all the safety precautions. People are going to sporting events that are bigger than this. This is going to be safe. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. And Okay, so there you guys go. This is a sophisticated vaccinated crowd. Um, you know, like how... Lori Lightfoot had to get a haircut because she's a public official and she has to be on TV. But if you want to keep your salon open so you can pay your bills, absolutely not. You're not sophisticated. You're not vaccinated. You're just like a gross, like middle American who keeps the economy running. And it's just like really weird that you don't wear a face mask. Um, we are not going to, but you should because you're like a dirty peon, right? That's literally how our politicians think of us. But, you know, whatever. The liberal masses who have the IQ of a grain of rice. No offense to rice. I love rice so much. Rice, a grain of rice is probably smarter than your average liberal, to be quite honest. Yes, an object that has no life form at all. Probably still smarter than your average liberal. Yeah. That's basically our government and very 2020-esque, if you ask me. I feel like we've seen, you know, all of this before. And that's why, too, again, like I said, guys, I'm not even trying to, like, plug too much on this, but preparewithsavsays.com because storable foods, crypto, gold, silver, you need to invest in something. Uh, and again, too, I was thinking about this and I wanted to make this point with you guys. I invested all of my eggs in one basket with my Twitter account. And I was like, oh, well, I don't need to, you know, have a YouTube channel or an Instagram or a Gab or a parlor because I have Twitter. They're never going to delete me. And then when they did, because all of my eggs were in one basket, it was very difficult for me to rebuild. And I'm using that example of censorship into, again, how 
if you invest all of your eggs in one basket in regards to like just investing in crypto, just investing into the stock market, not investing in gold, silver or storable foods or ammo or all of these things, just make sure that, you know, you have everything that you need. So you're never having to be dependent on the government because we've clearly seen how the government handles things and it's not good. Now, unlike 2020, we do have, you know, more critical thinking and, uh, new things that we're seeing that we didn't see last year. Mike Cernovich came out with this great point today. He says, if the unvaccinated are causing new variants, why weren't these new variants more prominent when everyone was unvaccinated? Maybe we could ask, you know, one of the CDC officials who are tasked with running the entire health of our country this question, but they wouldn't be able to know because uh, it's just a really hard question, guys. On top of that, we also have Bryson Gray who says the same government forcing you to take the vaccines is the same government that did the Tuskegee experiment. Think about that. And I want to point this out to you because for those of you who may not know, I believe it was back in the 70s, the government, our government, conducted the Tuskegee experiment where they injected the black population specifically with syphilis to see how it would react in their body and told them they were getting free health care. So this is the same government that is telling us all to get jabbed. It doesn't seem suspicious to me at all. Now, luckily, Things are, you know, looking good in regards to Florida as well. We have Ron DeSantis, who is actually a strong leader. And I was uh, talking to um, one of my friends who's a radio host today, and I was getting so upset because I was like, you know what? I'm really tired of everyone saying that Florida and Texas are free because they're truly not. If they were, we wouldn't be having mask mandates in our airport still. We wouldn't be seeing face masks at all unless, you know, people decided they wanted to willingly wear them but we're not free. We still have these mandates in place. And for those of you who in the chat are going to say, well, planes and airports are federal property. So that's why they're instituted. No point still stands. Texas and Florida then at that point are not free. If in our state, we're still being mandated to wear masks in specific places. But luckily for us, Ron DeSantis, unlike Greg Abbott is a leader. I feel like Greg Abbott will follow suit here in a couple of, uh, you know, days or weeks, but he always waits for Ron DeSantis to make the first move because Greg Abbott is a soft leader. He's a soft Republican, just like all of these other ones. And that's why we need to vote him out in 2022. Um, but again, right now, Ron DeSantis has like the full force of the Biden administration coming against him because he has spoken out against face masks. He has spoken out against a second lockdown. And you know why the swamp hates Ron DeSantis? Because unlike the DC politicians in the Biden administration, Ron DeSantis understands what being a politician truly means. And it means serving your constituents and governing your state the way your constituents want to be governed and want to live. Ron DeSantis, unlike all of the politicians in D.C., he serves his constituents. His constituents do not serve him, and that is why he's a great leader, and that is why today we see breaking that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is moving to withhold paychecks of school officials who implement mask mandates. Now, for those conservatives in the chat who are going to say, well, this is unconstitutional because you can't force people to not wear face masks. That's not what Ron DeSantis is doing. If people in Florida still want to wear a face mask, if teachers want to wear a face mask, if parents want to send their child to school in a face mask, they have the right to do so. What Ron DeSantis is doing by saying he will be withholding paychecks of school officials who implement mask mandates is he's saying if you force a child to put a face mask on or you force teachers to put a face mask on, then we will be withholding your paychecks. So understand the difference between those two things. He is not forcing people to take their face masks off. He is stopping 
the insane maskers from forcing others to put masks on their face. And why is this an important thing? Why is it important that we have people like Ron DeSantis who are willing to stand up to the entire Biden administration and the entire swamp and actually serve his constituents? Well, because of stories like this. Now, uh, this woman says that a friend of hers got a medical exemption, medical mask exemption for her son. And this is what happened to him. And he writes this little letter and he says, I had to be last to get lunch. I could not use the male boys bathroom. I had to use the family bathroom. I was at the back of the class. I could not hear or see. I was last in line the whole time. I had a bin next to me that had all my stuff. Look at the diagram below. And then he writes, he draws out this cute little diagram of everyone's bins next to each other. And then his bin all by himself, far away from everybody else. So this is why it's important that we have governors who are willing to stand up, especially because these children in regards to COVID, remember I cited that John Hopkins study where they looked at 48,000 children who got COVID if they had no underlying health conditions, zero mortality rate of COVID-19, John Hopkins study, go look that up. I talked about it in a previous stream, but that's why it's important that we stop these mask mandates because this is what they're doing to little kids in schools if they do get that mask exemption. This is what they're doing to little kids who maybe want to breathe freely and don't want to have a face mask with pathogenic bacteria on it. Again, we also went over that study of how a parent took their child's face mask to a pathologist and the pathologist was like, I think it was a pathologist. Is that somebody who studies viruses? I believe so. Uh, basically took it to a research center and they found that there was like, I, I'm not even going to try to say the virus that was on it because I'm going to butcher it. And then you guys are going to tease me on not knowing how to pronounce words, which fair is a very true thing. I was homeschooled, so I would just read words and I would never like pronounce them in front of somebody. Anyway, um, there was pathogenic bacteria that could have severely impacted these children in a negative way, even so far as to you know, threatening them with life-threatening diseases because this bacteria was on their face mask. But for some reason, we still want to mask up kids in this next upcoming school year. And those kids that aren't masked are being ostracized and told that they're diseased and that they're lepers for no reason. So good on Ron DeSantis. And uh, I'm waiting for Greg Abbott to follow suit. The man isn't a leader. So of course, he wouldn't do this naturally on his own. He waits for Ron DeSantis to act first. But that's what's going on in our country right now. And on top of that, because again, like I said, I was going to name this podcast potentially get jabbed or lose your job. Choose one because there's announcements like this coming out. The U.S. military is requiring COVID vaccines for all troops by September 15th. On top of that, we have the White House implementing vaccine requirements for visitors, including the press corp. We also have Shamika Michelle on Twitter who says that her, da her daughter's job has just announced that they have to have their first jab by September 4th. Looks like she's going to be fired. United Airlines will be requiring its U.S. employees to be vaccinated, a first for country's major airlines. And they're going to be mandating vaccines for its workforce, putting pressure on rivals. Employees must be vaccinated five weeks after the FDA fully approves a COVID vaccine or five weeks after September 20th, whichever is first.
Now, luckily for us, not all airlines are doing this. Uh, Southwest Airlines, American, and Delta will not be requiring their employees to get vaccinated, breaking with United Airlines mandate that workers get vaccinated or face getting fired. So um, not all companies are giving into this, but CNN is one of those as well. CNN fired three staff members for coming into the office unvaccinated against COVID-19. CNN fired three staffers for coming into the office while unvaccinated. The New York Times reports the network has a zero tolerance policy for being unvaccinated per CEO Jeff Zucker. Multiple news organizations now requiring COVID-19 vaccination as a condition of employment. Uh, Sean Fitzgerald, who is one of my good friends, said that he got a nasty call from the city of New York last week asking about his vaccination status and demanding to know about other people in his household as well. And That's the absolute state of America. Get jabbed or lose your job. People don't have a choice at this point. And we talked about the drummer of Offspring who just got fired from or kicked out of the band because the music industry is mandating the vaccine. And his physician specifically said, hey, don't get this because you had Julian Barre syndrome. And if you get this vaccination, it could actually be life threatening to you. And guess what happened? He got COVID. He survived it. But because he wasn't able to get the vaccination because he had a previous condition that would have made it life threatening for him, he got kicked out of the band. He got kicked out of the music industry. You're now seeing people all over the country being fired from their jobs. United Airlines employees will be fired if they don't get the jab. We have the military now mandating this. I have several family members who are in the military and I've talked with them and said, you really need to make the choice on whether or not you want to get this done because it will be forced on you. You don't have a choice anymore. Because there's no freedom for the military members who fight for our freedom. That's the absolute state of Joe Biden's America. But some people are pushing back against this. Denver Police Union is saying that cops will not abide by the mayor's order directing all city workers to get the COVID vaccine. Union reports 57% of officers are, officers are unvaccinated and says officer, officers should be trusted to make their own health choices. Whew, sorry, guys. I got all... Uh, My back started hurting, so I started stretching while I was trying to read that, and then I got a little bit tongue-tied, but you guys get the gist of that. 57% of officers are unvaccinated. They say that they should be able to make their own health decisions, and it isn't only Denver police officials who are coming forward with this. We also have San Francisco sheriff's deputies threatening to quit over their vaccine mandate, so people are standing up and pushing back against this because they don't want to be forced to do this. Now, while all of this is being forced on the American public, and I've talked about, too, people who really take their health seriously. I've talked to you guys about how I have invested in water filters. I will be investing in air filters. I take my health very seriously. I try to wake up early, do breathing exercise, go to the gym every day, be out in the sun because I take my health very seriously. And because I take my health seriously, I don't want some random chemical put into my body because the government told me to. Well, You would think that if the government actually cared about our health, and we've said this a million times before, maybe they would start regulating fast food and obesity rates. But no, we're not seeing that. We're seeing everyone needs to get this chemical put into their body because, uh, you know, we're all in this together. But also, even though 78% of COVID hospitalizations per CNBC were hospitalized, you know, 78% of people that were hospitalized for COVID, they were obese. I mean, we're not going to regulate fast food. We're not going to mandate exercise. We're not going to do any of that. And that's why we keep seeing hilarious articles like this one. My 600-pound life star, Gina Crassley, dies at age 30 just weeks after revealing she was suffering from a a mystery illness that had left her completely immobile. 
So this mystery illness, let's go ahead and look at a picture of this woman. I don't know what mystery illness she could have had that, you know, would have left her immobile. But I could take a couple of guesses that maybe that mysterious illness was obesity. And it most likely contributed to this 30-year-old woman dying. Obesity, huge problem in our country. This woman was from New Jersey. But are we going to get that under control? Are we going to start mandating forced exercise? Are we going to start mandating that people stop eating fast food and close those restaurants down? No, it's actually the complete opposite. If you get jab, you can get a free joint, a free burger, free Krispy Kreme donuts. Like basically all the things that are going to make you more sick and need that booster shot that's going to be making Moderna and Pfizer billions and billions more dollars. We're going to give you those food items that are going to make you more sick. So that way you need another shot on top of the, you know, five shots that you already got. But you it's for your health. It's for your health. Anyways, guys, don't get a, you know, a mystery illness that leaves you immobile and uh, kills you. Don't do that. That's not good. Our country's such a joke, man. Our country's such a joke. And I, I had so much news to get to as well that I had to cut my outline for today's show in half because there was too much. So I will be doing three broadcasts this week. I'll be doing another one tomorrow night, which will be focused more on culture. Um, the Biden administration came out with the most cringe TikTok I've ever seen in my life featuring Jen Psaki. Nobody asked for it, but there it is. And Dr. Fauci is now going to be doing intimate TikToks with all of these influencers, again, targeting like 12 to 18 year olds who are the majority of people who are on TikTok. Why? Because the government is trying to, again, turn your children against you and brainwash them into thinking they have to get this jab or they'll die. Uh, I'll be talking a lot more in depth about that tomorrow. And also about what's been going on with our economy. I would really love it if conservative commentators would talk more about the economy and, uh, you know, like our national debt and what's going on with this new infrastructure bill. So we'll be getting more into that tomorrow. Um, but again, wrapping up today, we're going to still be discussing too, just the, the, complete hypocrisy of the Biden administration. For example, you know, on the campaign trail, President Joe Biden promised to scale back the nation's immigration detention system. But more than six months into his presidency, the number of detainees has more than doubled. This comes from the AP. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because and Ron DeSantis put this so beautifully. He said, Joe Biden, I don't want to hear a blip from you about the Delta variant or rising COVID cases in America when our damn border is wide open with COVID positive illegal immigrants and they're being bussed and shipped throughout our entire country. So don't pretend that you care about this. CDC, Dr. Fauci, do not pretend you care about any of these issues when you're literally leaving our borders wide open so everyone and their mom can come across our borders into our country, be shipped throughout with COVID. Nobody gives a damn about that. No, it's the American business owner that is going to be faulted. It is the American, just middle American who keeps our economy running that is going to be faulted and forced to mask and forced to vaccinate. Now, Fox News came out with this article, emergency, emergency shelter in Texas border city expands capacity as more COVID positive migrants are released. McAllen's mayor says there is now around 850 people at the site intended for 250. An emergency shelter set up in the border city of McAllen, Texas for COVID positive migrants has expanded its capacity to keep up with a torrent of cases. More than 850 infected migrants have entered the facility after having been released into the city, officials have said. 
The city announced Wednesday that it was setting up temporary emergency emergency shelters in response to a rapidly escalating surge of migrants flooding across the border, warning that the influx has become a crisis. And again, Bill Malusian, who I specifically follow for my border news because he is actually there, post these photos of these overrun facilities in McAllen, Texas. And as you guys can see there, all COVID positive illegal immigrants, a place designed for 250 people has 850 per the writing of that article. But let's pretend more about how Joe Biden cares about uh, the Delta variant and the surge of coronavirus in this country. On top of that, just, you know, the overall border being a dangerous place. Uh, my good friend Julio Rosas, who also does great border coverage, says that he got confirmation from a Customs and Border Patrol agent in the El Paso sector that he was fired upon around 20 rounds from two individuals from the Mexican side of the border. The agent took cover and was not hit, but that's the absolute state of the Mexico-American border. People are getting shot at. People are coming over illegally in droves and they're all COVID positive. And Joe Biden wants you to lock down because of the Delta variant surging. And he's going to blame the average American who doesn't put a face mask on because they haven't had COVID for the past year and a half. And again, too, I'm using myself as the guinea pig for this. And I have used myself as the guinea pig for this. I didn't mask up all year. I traveled to various cities and states all over the country. Portland, D.C., all throughout Texas from head to toe. Um, I, don't, I don't think I went to California last year, but I was all over Texas. I was traveling extensively last year. It was one of my busiest years in regards to reporting. I didn't wear a face mask in any airports. I had to get my tonsils removed last December, got a COVID test, tested negative for both the antibodies and the virus itself. My nurse was shocked. I wasn't because I was like, yeah, all this is overhyped, but that's just my opinion. So there you guys go. Let's stop pretending that Biden, Fauci, the CDC care about this surge when in reality, they are just punishing the middle Americans who want their rights and freedoms back. And we're going to end again, too, on just the, the creepiness of Joe Biden and his entire administration. We have several videos circulating of Joe Biden with young girls. Now, I made the joke earlier, pedophile or just a Biden. You know, just like Andrew Cuomo says, I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. I'm not a pedophile. I'm just a Biden. Okay, Hunter. Okay, Joe. This is really freaking creepy. So this is Joe Biden um, with a young girl who looks maybe seven or eight. Let's actually play the video so you can see this poor girl's just complete uncomfortable body language as Joe Biden breathes down her neck. This poor child looks so freaked out and people were putting this picture next to that one of Donald Trump. This little boy tried to hug him and Donald Trump gave him a huge hug and the boy was so happy uh, versus Joe Biden, who this is his interaction with children here. And this isn't the only child this has happened to. Uh, this has been a thing for decades at this point. And again, this video came out too from PBS NewsHour. I don't know how recent it is, but I saw it surface. And look at this poor child. If you're watching on podcasts, I'd highly suggest you come to my YouTube channel, Sav Says, or my Odyssey channel, same name. And look at this video of how uncomfortable this child is around Joe Biden. This girl's like literally pushing him away and he's sniffing her and kissing her. And she looks so uncomfortable. And of course, her liberal like beta dad is just like, oh, my gosh, Joe Biden, this is so cool. Oh, gosh, these poor children. So anyways, guys, since I've already been talking for an hour, I'm going to wrap it up for tonight's show, but I will be giving you guys three broadcasts this week because I want to let you know what has been happening internationally in Italy, 
in France, in the UK, everyone is pushing back in Australia as well. Lockdowns are getting really bad over there, but in Italy, it's been amazing. Um, there's this video circulating right now that the vaccinated were burning their green passes in solidarity with the unvaccinated. That is on the Instagram link is down below. Now, Instagram fact checked this and said that the video itself was false. And I'm going to debunk their fact check tomorrow night on the broadcast. So tune in for that. Um, but again, Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez. Remember, you can always find my videos on my website, savsesofficial.com, untouched, unedited. In my last stream, I had to edit out arguably the best video I played, which was of um, the Olympic athlete who actually loved America and had a lot to say about it. It was a copyright strike because the Olympics... We're like, sorry, nobody on YouTube can use our videos. But guess what? That video and my commentary is still on my website, savsesofficial.com. So go check out my website right now to watch that full video. Please remember, too, to go and prepare, you know, so you can have your individual rights and freedoms so that you're not dependent on the government. Go to preparewithsavsays.com to get 25% off your four-week or three-month emergency food supply. Again, this is a product that I use myself. I'm never going to sell you guys any products that I don't use and I don't believe in. This is a great company. All of the media giants in the industry work with my Patriot Supply because they are one of the best emergency food supply companies. And again, like I said, they have a, a lot of great products too. So, uh, you know, while you're, you're listening to the rest of the stream, go check out their website, go scroll through some of their great items. And, uh, again, too, if you'd like to support my work further, my PayPal link is down below. Um, Thank you guys so much for supporting. Also, remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can find podcasts. Please go check all of that out. And um, I'm signing out. Remember to stay spicy, guys.